back. We are WNST, Towson, Baltimore, Baltimore Positive. I just wanted to share, scare Michelle Bresnick-Walsh here. You just jumped on the camera. You jumped out of the camera, I think. Uh, uh, we're at Fadley's. It is, uh, we're in the old Lexington market. We thought we were going to be in the new Lexington market. I thought I'd be standing, but I'm sitting. But she's short, so I moved the camera down, so it's great. Uh, we're doing a cup of soup or bowl. It is a crab cake row. Did Radio Row for 27 years. Uh, if the Ravens uh, don't think that the WNST should be in Las Vegas, then I think I should be here in Baltimore doing good work. So we're here doing some good work here this week. It's all brought to you by our friends at the Maryland Lottery. Ten times the cash with the top prize, $10,000. I hope somebody here wins. I've got lottery tickets to give away all week. Uh, for those folks who are coming down and want to donate to the Maryland Food Bank, we accept cash. It is a cup of Super Bowl. We give you a cup of Super Bowl if you donate. Today here at Fadley's at Lexington Market, uh, Tuesday will be at Costas, Wednesday will be at Coco's, Thursday we will be at State Fair in, in Catonsville, and then on Friday at Pappas. We'll be there from 9 until 5, doing live radio until I get knocked off, I get sick of doing it, people don't show up, or it's 5.01 on Friday, and I know one thing that's going to happen on, at 5.01 on Friday. The Ravens are still not going to be in the Super Bowl, and the Orioles are still going to be sold. And for that, I am looking forward to going to an Oriole game with full orange regalia with Michelle Bresnick-Walsh, who is uh, my friend. Uh, unfortunately, you've been my friend for 10 years because it's unfortunate how we met. But we met. I found a picture, two pictures of you and me in the day. I found the second one that I don't know if you know about, but the first picture was the Jersey Joe Flacco picture. So Michelle Bresnick-Walsh is, uh, is one of the founders of There Goes My Hero. Um, they helped save my wife's life. Michelle was my wife's coach. We did not know each other, but apparently you had met me before that, right? So you remember the Joe Flacco. Do you remember taking another picture with me and my wife and our friends in the parking lot at Miami? You're in a picture with us. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I didn't know you then. Yeah. I think we met up. This, I think this was after. Because I definitely found you I guys in Jen's Miami. I thought Jen's hair was blonde. No? This no, is after I, Jen survived. I think I met you guys in New Orleans at the Super Bowl, and I didn't know you then. So maybe there was a picture from that. But I definitely knew you when we were in Miami. I met you uh, on opening day, uh, April of 2014. My wife was diagnosed March 20th of 14. But then when I met you, you're like, I got a picture of you and Joe Flacco. And I'm like... And there, damn if you don't, me and, and Flacco. You took it of me. Flacco was had his hair shaved, and he did the Jersey Joe thing. It was at the Goodwill, another and, one of our great sponsors, Halloween event. And I was Snooky, so you're the one who took the picture of me and Joe because I was. Snooki I don't have a picture and, with you and me and Joe. Then it's just you and Joe. Maybe you do, but you sent me the picture, so that's how we met. You emailed it to me. I just gave you my business card, and you're like, "Here's this picture." I and feel then like years I had later, a we met. Of you, me, and Joe, but maybe I don't. You know, Joe's doing all right, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty happy for he him. He came on a couple weeks ago. He was great, and uh, I dug that. How are you? What's I'm, going on? I'm doing really well, thank you. I don't know whether to friend you out, or there goes my hero you out, or leukemia you out, or cancer. I, I don't, law, lawyer, sports, we can do anything, but I'm glad you're here. And the basis of all of this, I mean, you met me in the worst circumstance ever in the hospital, my wife's bed, uh, hospital room. She just had this awful procedure on her spine where they basically stick a needle into your bone. Um, I still can't get over it. She said to me last night, I was at yoga. I, I still can't lay on my back flat. And I'm like, <laughs> I saw what you went through. So uh, we went through the tough times, and you were the coach of all this, but I still have a hard time getting myself around 
you being sick because I don't remember you when you were sick. Yeah, you don't know me. Um, and you don't, I know you don't want to talk about it, but you have to talk about it because we're going to promote There Goes My Hero. But tell everybody your story, other than just being my friend and being a cool lawyer who lives here. You're not even from here. Nope. I've uh, been a transplant 27 years now. Almost 27. 27 years? It's 27 years in September I'll have moved here. Wow. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Long Island, right, as I remember it. Now, where are you from? Uh, I mean, I was an Army brat, but I grew up in Northern Virginia, Ruston, Virginia. Well, I think of you as a Virginia. Well, Brock Yetzo was here from Ullman, and he went all, he knows you. Oh, yeah. Virginia, we all yeah. stick together. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All yep. that stuff, right? Yeah. So yep. I'm a little older Cowboys. than him, but. But I thought you were from New York for some Mm-mm. reason. But, okay. My family's from New Jersey, so maybe. New Jersey. And I speak quickly, so. Well, I thought you were in New York. Okay. All right. So you're Jersey. Same thing. Yeah. Don't tell Springsteen that or Bon Jovi, yeah. but nonetheless. So you were in Baltimore when this happened. Yep. I uh, had sinus infection all summer. Nothing was working. What like, year is this? This is 08. Summer of 08. And no matter what they gave me, I just could not get rid of the sinus infection. Um, and then at one point, I went to go see my just ENT doctor at Mercy. And he's like, why don't you come in? Maybe you're anemic. And by the time I got to his office, I was white as a ghost. And so they admitted me to the ER, and it turns out I was down like three pints of blood. How so, old were you? 37, about to turn 38. Yeah, my wife was 41 yeah. when she was diagnosed. Okay, so I'm yeah. just trying to, 37 years, yeah. you walk in the planet, you walk in, they're like, you got leukemia. I, I, I know that day, um, and your fight, not unlike Jen's fight or your partner Eric Sauer in survival, and the only thing that matters at that moment is literally survival. Right. So, yeah, my husband had proposed to me on October 1st, so we were planning a wedding. And um, I had been having some blood work monitored, but then they, they saw something they didn't like, so they said, we should refer you to Hopkins. You know, we, we think we, we want to see what this is. So I thought I was just going in for a consult October 23rd, and they was like, no, you have leukemia. You're going to be here for a while. We're finding you a bed. They didn't send you home, right? Nope. Starting chemo tonight. That's my my wife went, and they said, yep. they said, put a mask on. And, and pack an overnight bag. My wife packed an overnight bag. She spent 44 nights there. She didn't, she didn't go for 44 days. So uh, an overnight bag led to a suitcase and led to just uh, where we are. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty convinced I'm sitting here right now because that happened, right? Like yeah. it's, it, it changes your life changes in such your, a yeah. profound way. Um, and, and finding these stories, and there goes my hero, um, People have heard me talk about There Goes My Hero a million times, ThereGoesMyHero.org. We've done, I, I, I counted down our 25 stories of glory as part of our 25th anniversary. And the Gen Strong movement finished in the top 10. Um, but uh, we went out and did a whole Save My Wife's Life routine 10 years ago, if you're not a part of uh, the, the original part of this. But a lot of it was inspired by you when... In the days after my wife was diagnosed, March 20th, from the 20th to the 27th, I took on thousands of emails, and about a dozen people in my real world said, you need to meet this guy named Eric Sauer. And I'm like, I don't need to meet anybody right now. I need to figure out what's going on here, my work, my job, my career, my business, my wife, her life. What are we doing? I have a radio station. I got to keep it going. I had employees that were less than desirable at that moment. I knew that. I put myself back on the air. And then you show up at the hospital... Because I asked. I, I, I think I messaged you on Facebook, just random out of the blue. I didn't know Jen. I knew who you were. I said, hey, I went through this. Let me know if you need anything. And it, it took you a while because, you know, obviously you were going through stuff. But you said, I would love to, to talk. So I, that's why I wouldn't have just shown up at I hospital. was trying to get information because, like, we talked about this earlier today. And I'll be talking about it all week. But, you know, 
doctor says your wife has leukemia. I didn't know what the hell leukemia was. I didn't Let either. alone some sarcoma, th- some Bill McCarthy. I mean, other people were here talking about what their loved ones went through. And, and, and that day you're diagnosed, you don't even... How would you know what leukemia is, right? Like, I mean, other than Brian Piccolo and, you know, Brian's song or something right. you see on TV. I mean, I found stuff at the radio station that I did for LLS way before Jen had... I mean, I went out and hosted events, did things, and I didn't even know what leukemia was, that it was solvable. I certainly... When they said you had leukemia, I thought, she's going to die. Because right. I, I, that was my childhood association to everybody. If you got cancer, you died in 1980. Like, yeah. right? I mean, that's kind of the way it was. It's not that way anymore, right? right? And did you know that? I mean, you're really smart, and you went to college, and you're a lawyer, and when they said you had leukemia, did you... Um, immediately know it could be solved. Well, I, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I've, I have a lot of cancer running rampant in my family, but that was not one that I was expecting at all. I mean, breast cancer runs in my family, uh, you know, lots of different health problems, but leukemia was out of the blue, particularly for, I was in pretty healthy shape for a 37-year-old woman. Um, that, and, yo, no, I didn't know. You know, they said, you have leukemia. We're starting chemo tonight. I didn't know what that meant. Um, but then it turned out that, you know, some people can be cured by chemo. But, you know, Jen, me, Eric... We all had different things where they knew that no matter how many times we did chemo, it was going to come back unless we had a transplant. So that's, you know, where we had to start hitting the bone marrow registry. My sister wasn't a match at all. When I say bone marrow transplant, which came about day three, day one was you have leukemia. We don't know what it is. We'll get back to you. Do you have brothers and sisters, right? That's where day three, it was you need a bone marrow transplant. And all I could see, and I don't mean to be graphic, but, I mean, I'm being honest, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All I could see was they're going to cut her open and transplant her. I didn't know what a bone marrow transplant was. To this day, I still see people, and I try to explain to them, and I'm terrible explaining it, like, from a genetic standpoint or from a scientific standpoint, because I'm not a scientist. Um, How would you explain it to... You know, bone marrow transplant for dummies, I guess, you know, to explain it to people. Yeah, well, and I think they actually probably need a better word to use. Because, yeah, transplant, you think they're taking your kidneys and sawing you in half. And, I mean, the term transplant, but it's really, they take a, it looks it's like a, a bag. It looks like a, really? yeah, I mean, it looks like a bag of blood, and they just put it into you and, into, you know, into your IV. Um, so, I think they'd be better if they, <laughs> they used a different term than transplant. Well, the momentous but, night of my wife's bone marrow transplant, the first one, because she had two. Uh, the first one, we, I, I played um, uh, Elton John. You know, uh, and uh, someone saved my life tonight. And literally, the bag of blood came, and it's how we knew the man who saved her life was from Germany because somehow, some way, the bag of blood had some markings on it in regard to where it came from, where the shipment was coming from. And it was in the middle of the World Cup being played in your home state now that I realize you're a Jersey person and not a Long Island. For some reason, I thought you were Long Island. I, I, I stand corrected 10 years later. But um, that night, the bag of blood came, and, and we went on this journey. That, you know, I say to people, hey, Jim went to visit Niels in November, and they ran around. They went to the football game together. And they're like, oh, is that the guy that saved her life? I'm like, yeah, they're genetic twins. Yeah. And they, and I, I said, yeah, if they have the same blood. Like, if he, they're, they're twins. And the notion of all that and their closeness, because people say, she knows him. You and your donor have... A longer history together now, right? I mean, you yeah, had we your met, life saved by a beautiful woman out in California, right? Yeah, t- we the transplant was March of '09, and you know you have to, you can 
put in a, a you know request like yes I'd like to meet my donor after a year and I never heard anything back. Um, but then a friend of mine happened to be on the board of an organization that collects bone marrow you know to um, you know to find matches. And he said, hey, how would you like to come to this event where we're introducing donors and recipients? I said, that'd be great. And then four days before the event, he's like, oh, I noticed, I found you in our registry. How would you like to meet your donor? So they flew her. She was just in New York. She flew back to California, and they flew her, and we got to meet. So, yeah, we, um, we've gone on vacation together. Um, we, I went to her wedding. My husband and I went out to visit her. She's actually currently living in... Canada, but they're moving. Her husband's from Canada, but they're moving back. We to tried LA. to go to Neil's wedding, and the plague got in the way. Yeah, so we had a virtual wedding. Yeah, but um, yeah, and it's you know, like it's like you said, our genetic markers. We have like ten out of ten perfect genetic match. There's like markers called alleles, and for and so what is that? I don't know that. They're called alleles, and we had ten out of I'm ten learning. perfect allele matches on our genetic markers. So my blood sister, hundred percent blood sister, was a wasn't even a twenty five percent match. It was a zero percent match for me. But this woman, total stranger. She and I genetically are like identical twins. And we do kind of, people say we look alike a little bit. So it's crazy. Um, so she, yeah, she. Neil's went, looks like Jen. They look alike. Yeah. So, I mean, somewhere probably in, you know, the genetic. But when I met gen- Jen, genetic. I say, you know, what are you? She said, well, my mother's Polish and my dad's uh, 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 Scottish. And I'm like, uh, of descent, right? And I'm like, or British descent, right? From, from the UK. And Niels is in Germany, and he's like, everybody I know is German. <laughs> you, yeah, know? So, yeah. <laughs> you don't really know what kind of a mutt you are, right? right? Until I, and, and I'm getting closer and closer to wanting to take, like, that 24 and whatever. They, yeah, yeah, know, I want to figure out, like, what I am. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's crazy. So, you know, my hair and my skin are still my old DNA, but my blood is her DNA. So I have two different sets of DNA now. Really? Yeah, Gen like, 2? Really? Probably, yeah. Yeah, because my blood type used to be A positive and now I'm O positive. Well, her, her blood type was B positive. I love that. So yes. that was how the Baltimore positive movement happened because my wife was B positive and the man who saved her life was B positive too. She did not change did not blood do. types. Yeah. So, um, but she's doing well. People ask my, my wife all the time, how you doing? How you doing? How much of your life is defined by your leukemia and, and people knowing you and coming up and saying you're still okay? Or they Because I didn't know you when you were sick. Mm-hmm. I just know you as sort of this saintly person who came and saved my wife's life and helped her out and tried to get her to be comfortable at a time when you were the only resource, you and Eric were the only resources she had to say what, what the F is going to happen next. What's the next awful thing that's going to happen to me while I'm trying to to have my life because every all if I I try to black it out and I'm sure you do yeah. too I mean we, when it comes to Jenna we don't talk about it ever we don't go there we don't discuss it in dark times good times she's code silent about it probably not healthy for her but very very 10 years later it only comes up when people say how's Jenna is she yeah. okay because yeah. they're all they all saw her go through it you know right. what I mean and I'm thinking that probably gets old for you you know people don't come up and ask about my finger being cut off every day because i don't want to yeah. think about it and but they they bring it up you know trauma's funny like that and how you thrive in the aftermath of that and how you and i know this for my wife my wife's 10 years removed she's got a clean bill health she doesn't even go to the cancer center anymore she has side effects but she's not of their concern anymore so f- fans listeners family they all come to me it's like is she okay is she gonna be She's fine today, and we don't think about it. And we like to keep it. Like, yeah. where are you? Yeah, I mean, 
it doesn't bother me to talk about it. It is part of my story. Um, you know, I get feel like I, you know, because of the strength I had to pull up to go through it, that it is part of me. Um, and also it's part of There Goes My Hero and sharing my story is getting more people aware of There Goes My Hero. So, you know, you, you mentioned Eric Sauer. He and his wife and a friend of mine work together, you know, small tomorrow, and they both <laughs> happen to be talking about, oh, my friend has leukemia, my husband has leukemia. So he actually came down. He was, he'd already gone through his chemotherapy, and he was waiting for his transplant. I was just starting my chemo. He just comes in and says hi, and random guy comes in, and he was just so calming to me and my family because we hadn't found a match yet. We didn't know what was going on, and he was like... He did for you what you did for my wife. Exactly. It's, you know, paying wow. it forward. I'm um, learning. Okay, yeah. I'm learning. This yeah, is that, Yeah, so when he... You know, but when both of us sort of came out on the other side, we had our transplants, we were doing better. Um, he asked if I would, he wanted to start this foundation, so he started it. Um, and the, the goal originally was just sort of, both of us were very fortunate. We had very strong support systems, family, friends. Insurance. People were, insurance, exactly. I, you know, I had disability insurance, you know, so I wasn't financially hurt. But so many people, you know, we were like, what, what do people do when they get cancer? So we were trying to find ways, like, you know, we both had people that were bringing us meals all the time. So we were trying to find a way to deliver meals. But the really thing we really wanted to do was get as many people on the registry as possible. You know, we don't, we don't, we'd never want to hear a story of somebody who died because they couldn't find a match. And so we were really, that's what we're, that was our focus of forming the organization. He asked me would I join with him. So we did, and we came together. And so we've got different components of There Goes My Hero. We've got, um, you know, Be a Hero, which is get on the registry. If, if you, if you, and we also have a, a, another side component of that is our color of the registry, because we're really trying to get diverse people on the registry. They have a much harder time finding a match. Um, you know, African Americans, Asian, Pacific Islanders, anyone who's mixed race has a really hard time. I always finding use a Tiger match. Woods as an example. That's what I would say. Tiger Woods being of Asian and Black uh, yes. African descent really difficult. Exactly. Uh, so to we find just want to. And so you know, we'll we'll go to different events where we'll swap people. But what we're really doing a lot of now is corporate swapping. We'll go into corporations. Say, hey, would you love your employees to get swapped? And so we've been doing those types, and that's been getting a lot of success. Just getting more and more people on the registry. Um, so yeah, Eric and I are very close. Um, we've been running, and so both of us are out there telling our stories and explaining why why there goes my hero so important because we really just want to. We never want anyone to not be able to find a match. Well, we we also have partnered with um, the Hackerman Pats, which is where people can stay at Johns Hopkins when they're from out of town. So we partner with different uh, organizations and we'll cook meals for the pe- the patients there. Um, you know, I had the what, folks from the Hope Lodge here earlier today. Uh, yeah, similar. Society, yeah, 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 and. Um, there's just so much good work being done out there. And, and, and that's why I dedicated this week. I, you know, I'm not going to be at, out in Las Vegas talking about football. And when I was talking football, everybody would come by. They would all have a cause. They would all have a story. Right. They would all want to do something good to make the world a better place. The reason they're there promoting stuff, right? So I figured this would be a way to do this. How's Eric doing? I haven't seen him in a while. He's doing well. We haven't seen each other in a while. We, uh, you know, we have board meetings, so we were on screen. But we, we've been meaning to get together. Yeah, they're doing well. Um, you know, when, when Eric was diagnosed, his wife was like, nine and a half months pregnant, like ready to give birth. So, and they lived up in Bel Air. So she was coming down every day, pregnant, also with like a five-year-old. Um, you know, I didn't have to deal with that stuff. I just had a, a fiance to deal with. So, I mean, it was really taxing on them. Um, and he's doing really well. His, his, the son who was five at the time is in college now. And Joey, you know, who was born in 09, he's uh, in high school. So it's, it's great to see. I went fishing with the little one a couple years ago. We did some fly. It's the last time I saw Eric. We went fly fishing two summers ago with okay. Dan Rodericks. Okay. Dan took us out fly fishing out in Williamsport, Luke, Maryland, believe it or not. Way out in the skinny little part in the upper northern Potomac River something something. I didn't catch anything. 
caught some fresh air is what I there call you it. Go. You know, it's a good day. Michelle President Walsh is here. Tell me about what you do in the real world. You're like a big shot lawyer and you do things and, you know, like help people basically, right? Yeah. Companies. No, I'm, a, I'm a, a corporate attorney at Gordon Feinblatt. I chair our corporate and securities practice group. So I, you know, work, work with business owners and their companies and keep them out of trouble. All right, well, uh, I'm going to keep you for a segment, all right? Because sure. I, I have uh, Karen here from the uh, Grace and Hope Mission. Uh, it's, got the, it's the best sign in the city. I've often wondered what, what, what happened there. And um, she got referred to the show today through some other folks. So this is going to be good. Awesome. Because uh, I make that left on Gay Street. You're on Gay Street, right? Is that, see? See, I, I did a little. It's got this sign that reminds me of guys and dolls. You, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. looks like the, like, like uh, Nathan Detroit and like all that. And every time I've gone by, I'm like, man, that sign speaks to me. I wonder what that is. Well, I'm going to find out. I can't wait to hear You know, 32 years on radio and I'm still learning stuff. Michelle Bresnick Walsh is here. There goes my hero.org is the way. If you're not on the registry, get on the registry. If you can save a life, save a life. And more than that, they do cool stuff with like booze and fun and things you can buy tickets to. What's the next thing coming up? What do we got happening with here? Hero Palooza happening soon? Uh, that's in the fall. Uh, we have some, a karting event where you, you can get teams to do go-karting. Um, so we'll, there'll be more information about that. Go-karting? Up. That mm-hmm. sounds karting, like fun. Yeah. And uh, I think it's in Laurel. Would you hit me in the back? You wouldn't hurt my back with the bumper cars, would you? No? No, not, not bumper, bumper cars. It's, it's go-kart. It's racing. This is fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen, Jen, Jen will do that. Okay. I, I, she's, she's speedy. Uh, I'm not. I slow down. I use the brake. I drive in the right lane. <laughs> well, safety first. Yes. Uh, Michelle Bresnick Walsh is here. We'll take a uh, break. Um, again, there goes my hero. I've done so much, and sometimes I feel like, I've talked about that. I've talked about that. I'm like, no, we need to keep talking about it and keep it out in front of people because every time somebody comes up and asks me about my wife, I'm like, well, you can do something about it. You can, you can participate in a, in a, a small way mm-hmm. or a big way, come to a party, buy something, or get the Q-tips in your mouth, get yep. yourself swabbed. If you're, you're under 40, by sh- for sure, if you're young enough, please do it. It's uh, fundamental. It's why she's alive. It's yep. why Eric's alive. It's why my wife's alive. Uh, and it's important. Yeah, yeah. My donor was—they were—they were shutting down the swabbing booth when she she was like, "No, no, no! I want to get on the registry." And five years later, she got the call. Look at you. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna party together at Mako this summer. Uh, Michelle's gonna stay another segment. This is a cup of soup or bowl. It's Crab Cake Row. We're at Fadley's at Lexington Market, the original Lexington Market. The new Lexington Market's there, but the Fadley's is just getting there. It'll be there in a couple of weeks. I think by St. Patrick's Day. I thought it was going to be there by today, but it's not. We're here in the original location, so you still can enjoy. You ever had the mac and cheese here? I have not. I'm going to get us a crab cake and some. It's lunchtime. I got to I take a break. I'm Nestor. We are WNST AM 1570, Towson, Baltimore. We're going to come back, continue to do this. It's all brought to you by our friends at the Maryland Lottery, Window Nation, and Jiffy Lube, and Wise Markets. Having a little charity on Crab Cake Row in Baltimore Positive. Stay with us. <laughs> 